Welcome back to the Becoming Shameless Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Wallace. I'm your host, Josiah Baines. And today we'll be talking about the power of your thoughts. So, Joe, how important is it to be in control of your thoughts? Uh, your thoughts run your whole life. So, whatever you think is what will come to reality. So, um, you need to make sure that your thoughts are uh, what things that are pleasing. You know, and I say the verse... I'm glad I just thought of that because I literally just thought of the verse in my head when I Go said ahead. it. But, uh, so, the Bible says whatever is pleasing, whatever is good, whatever is righteous, whatever is of good report, whatever is. I got to read the whole verse, but it says think on these things. So, you know, I, in the Bible it says that our thoughts are, are where we need to have uh, life-giving instances from. And so, For sure. Yeah, that's 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 where it starts. It all starts in the mind. It starts all in the mind because it's so crazy how people aren't aware that your thoughts shape your reality. And most times your reality isn't the truth. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, my therapist. Shout out Linda Luther. You know what I'm saying? All y'all should uh, tune in. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Hit her Appreciate up. Appreciate you, Linda. You know, shout out Linda. Mm-hmm. But I was having a conversation and I was saying, she used to always tell me, if that's what you tell yourself. And I'd be like, man, what she, she like? What she just brushing up on what to say. Mm-hmm. But in reality, everything boils down to what you tell yourself mm-hmm. because most things you think isn't even the reality of the situation. Right. That's what you're telling yourself, or what the devil tells you to plant them seeds. Right. Like, you will convince yourself that people don't care about you based on certain things, and the whole time you don't realize. You set an imaginary boundary up with how you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. Did you create an environment where people can even show up for you? Right. But you'll tell yourself no one cares about you, they don't show up. But if you're always telling me, I'm like, Joe, how are you doing? You're like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm assuming you're good. And because mm-hmm. you're an independent person, I'm respecting that. It's not that I don't care for you, mm-hmm. but you didn't create an environment for me to need to have to be there for you because I know you're going to be okay. The same way how sometimes with parents, they'll be like, you like they people think it's favoritism. They be like, "Oh, I always have to do this for this child, but not the other one." Mm-hmm. Sometimes a parent knows I don't need to worry about this child, so I don't need to be pressing them. So it's not even the fact that the parent is trying to be a show favoritism. It's because you've earned their respect to where they don't need to be there as much as for like, that other child as you. I agree, and I also kind of disagree. Let's get into it because. At some point, right, uh, you're able to see where there can be a need for, whether it be in parent in the parent situation. Right? Okay, okay, okay. Say, say you're giving one child more attention than the other, and you're like, yo, I don't need to worry about that child because they're good. Like they've shown that they're good, and they haven't said anything. At the same time, if I'm a parent, I gotta be aware of knowing that. At some point, my child is gonna need some kind of help, right? For sure. Like, no matter whether they say it or not, like. That's just human human nature. If I'm if if I see somebody getting more attention than me, you know what I'm saying? That's my mom and my dad, and I see the other uh, sibling, you know, getting a whole lot more attention. I'm I'm naturally, even though, even and sometimes people don't even realize it, but getting the the things that that you need without even having to say it sometimes is is mm-hmm. is a blessing because it's a blessing when I'm, when I'm thinking of when I'm thinking that I need something. Or even when I don't think that I need something, and I get what I need, because that's what God do a lot of times. When you when you think about how God blesses people, a lot of times He blesses us. We think we need something, but then He blesses up blesses us in ways that we don't even mm, think of. You didn't even think about it. And I, you're not wrong. I understand like showing up 
when things aren't spoken, parents need to be aware. Mm-hmm. Now, hear me out. I'm a, I don't want to say realistic, but let's be, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't self-aware. So if you're not self-aware, it's hard for you to identify things or the needs of others when you don't even identify the needs of yourself. Yeah. So you're not wrong. I understand mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, everybody needs a certain amount of attention and re- reciprocity. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Also, you do teach people how to treat you. So a part of self-awareness is, like I said, did you create an environment? Yes, you do need those things. Because remember, multiple things can be true at once. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need reassurance. Yes, you need, you know what I'm saying, care, and people need to be there for you. Also, did you vocalize that thing? Did you make that apparent to people? Because right. a lot of times, and this is where the problem lies, we don't make our needs apparent to those around us. And when we talked before about communication, right. people can't read your mind. Right. Make your needs apparent because you'll convince yourself that people don't care. Right. And they do care. But, like, for example, every time I go on a date or I'm with a woman, I always ask these two questions. Mm-hmm. How do you need to be loved? And how do you want to be loved? Because everything's about the language you speak. Right. If you if you speak English and I know habla English, mm-hmm. you feel me? No matter what you say, whether it be factual or it could be, you know what I'm saying? It could be reassurance. I won't be able to comprehend it. Right. We have to be on the same accord. And I think we don't create environments for people to show up for us a lot of times. And, we'll, and that's what a lot of people do. Especially in this generation, like, oh, I'm quick to cut somebody off. Or I don't need somebody. All I got is myself. You don't realize, even those little those posts you post... You're creating an environment where people don't want to show up right. or feel like they don't need to because you, you always claim you're going to be good. And then you'll tell yourself, no one cares. You created this environment for yourself. That's what I'm saying. Right. I understand people have those needs, but I'm saying a lot of times we'll tell ourselves stuff and we create the environment for us to feel that in that position. Right. It's like you set up these boundaries and the boundaries like a wall and you don't realize you done caged yourself in and you had the key on the inside. Right. But you're complaining because no one's opening the door to come get to you. Reality, you got to open the door so they can get to you. Right. That's on you. That's true. And I, I completely agree with that. I just don't want the audience to think that. I understand. To dismiss the fact of, of completely dismissing someone like in the mindset of if they don't say nothing, then you know what I'm saying? They yeah, don't be like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't you be know like what I'm that. saying? Like, if, if, you know, if you know somebody and you know, you know what I'm saying, what whatever, whatever it may be, like. You know how they said check up on your friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, still check up on your friends and stuff, and maybe sometimes go the extra mile. You know, make sure you know they're going through a rough time. But like, hey, let's grab some food. Hey, da, da, da. but just don't like completely like, well, you didn't say, you ain't say, you ain't need nothing. So yeah. I just, because they do be trying to do that. I didn't mm-hmm. text you for 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 three months because I thought you you didn't say you ain't need nothing. You know Not what I'm saying? Sure. So say how are you goes such a long way. So do check up on people, but also for the people who feel like no one cares about them. Really be, take a moment to look in the mirror and ask yourself, did I create an environment for people to even show up for me or be there for me and be present? Because I think a lot of times we push people away and don't realize it. Especially like, nah, let's let's, let's be real. The whole good guy or good girl phase, right, that people go through. I don't think how much entitlement and lack of self-awareness a lot of people have or the helper friend, right? Mm -hmm. When you're the helper friend, you've done promote, a lot of times you promote this this bigger than life thing where I'm always going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll tell people, if you need me, I'm there. Yeah. That's the environment you created. Mm-hmm. And then when they only come to you when they need you, you're like, why is that? You told them they could always come to you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think a big thing that's important is acknowledging the environment that you create because humans naturally adapt, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they say. We all adapt to our environment. So if you create an environment where someone only can show up, only comes to you when they need something and you told them that, don't be upset when they only come to you right. when they need something. Right. A lot of it has to go into self a reflection like type of thing because a lot of people are so quick to point the finger and you created the, the you built your own house mm-hmm. period Ooh, city girl 
<laughs> but <laughs> bro, you you built your own house, and I think a lot of people don't realize. And I feel like also we have dominion over all things, right? Mm-hmm. God gave us dominion of all things, even our thoughts, even spiritual things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're in control of how you think, and you don't realize. You'll tell people that these people think this, they did this, they did this. Ultimately, it goes back to your thoughts and how you perceive it, because your perception is your reality. If you wear glasses, your vision's skewed already. You know, so we all have different. Contact lenses. How do you look at the world? You feel me? Yeah. Um, one, I feel, I don't know what it, I feel like, not right now, because I kind of want to, if I remember by the time I finish the statement. I kind of want to touch on what you just said, but for some reason, I really want to talk about the, what thoughts were, kind of specify what thoughts we're talking about here. And I really want to talk about depression, suicidal thoughts. Was and, and and stuff like that because I don't I don't know bro I just really I just really feel like somebody somebody probably maybe maybe not somebody might need to hear the 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 conversation but uh, just to share uh, a little bit of me and, and get kind of vulnerable uh, su- su- suicidal suicidal ideation and you know depressive thoughts and kind of that whole rabbit hole that goes into is is definitely something that's really uh rampant in in this day and age especially you know with covid you know just happening a lot of people kind of seeing the effects of that and 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 stuff and so um me myself right when i was younger i used to be really into the suicidal ideation you know you got stuff going on at home stuff going on you know at school so it was it was a real kind of problem I had to struggle with and the the peace that comes with somebody um showing that they're there and that they kind of uh at least know what you're going through which is why I'm talking about this right now when we talk about thoughts like like the main thing with with people thoughts these days that I can think of is 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 depression and and you know stuff like that of that nature so just speaking from my perspective from experience of when you're going through those kind of thoughts like how how would one right and i'm not going to speak for you and you can and you can tell your your story and your truth of of how it is but how how do you think one should um combat those kind of thoughts when they're when they're struggling um okay so i'm gonna go from a christian sense Mm -hmm. then a worldly sense yeah so they say the devil, his plan is to kill, steal, and destroy. Right. A lot of, and I think even, and this, this is going to go tied to most things in the world. Our perception of evil forces and the devil has been wrong. The devil comes to you as a beautiful person. The devil doesn't yell, he whispers. So he'll tell you, Josiah, no one likes you. Right. They don't care about you. Right. And a lot of times you have to realize as a Christian, those thoughts aren't yourself because God's not a God of confusion or sorrow. You know what I'm saying? Or sorrow. Yeah. So you have to really remind yourself and stay in your word. Like, God tells me all these things about me. God says I'm beautiful, a creation, I'm made in his image. He's not going to tell you things to make you feel like that. Right. If, if those thoughts, most of your thoughts aren't even yours. That's the enemy. So you have to discern your thoughts versus Satan's thoughts and what God tells you. So that's in the Christian lens. As a regular person who, who may not believe that they don't. Mm-hmm. You have to remind yourself, even though most of your thoughts on yourself, what are you intaking? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're always listening, like we're talking about Rod Wave, if you listen to, like, back then, like, XXX and all that songs, like, yeah. suicide, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're, you're, put, you're putting these stuff in your in your brain. 
Because I think about our generation nowadays, like, I, I you know, because, like, I dealt with school kids because of RA. Yeah. If you go on a lot of these algorithms, a lot of people like to self-loathe. Because there's a saying that's, that holds true, and it has, through the test of time, misery loves company. You know what I'm saying? You have to remove yourself from that environment. The environment is the word of the day. Mm-hmm. Environment is important because you shape your environment, you can control. You're the independent variable. Change your environment. A lot of times we we, we hang around certain people, listen to certain things, and then it, it just regurgitates stuff that we don't want to hear, that we don't like about ourselves and all these negative stuff. There's always a better day. If you got through today, you'll get through tomorrow. No matter how hard today is, you got through all those days. You get to really look at, I think with the problem is we're always looking at the finish line, but you don't look at how far you came. And I think you, anybody who's dealing with suicide ideation, look how far you have got. And I'm not even going to say, like, you know, most people be like, oh, you get, people have it worse than you. I'm not even going to say that because in the day, your experience is your experience. Right. I'm not about to dismiss. I don't, I don't believe in being dismissive of people's feelings. Right. Your feelings are always valid. Right. But look how much you have overcame. And if you can get through that, you'll be fine because there's always going to be a better day and there's always going to be a brighter day. You know what I'm saying? Kirk Franklin, good song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Just really think, like, why, really be aware of what you're around and what you're listening to because that's the stuff that's going to tell you stuff subconsciously. If you're watching TikToks and you see all this sad stuff, it's going to be an algorithm. It's going to just keep you reg- regurgitated. The music you listen to, all the stuff, even the people you're around, you know what I'm saying? Be around people who promote life. Be around things that give life. If you're always surrounding yourself by stuff that doesn't, you're always going to feel that way. So change your environment and be the environment that you want. Speaking from a personal standpoint, I feel like it comes with one making the decision. Yes. Um, and you know, like you, like you say, like you just said, uh, every, you've gotten through all the rest of your days, and you've gotten through you know, every other situation, and you've overcame. And um, one thing that I've really, really been having in my heart a lot is the saying of just "I am with you," right? And so. So uh, I sent my my girlfriend this this uh, clip from, um, of course, the basement, and um, <laughs> it was Charles Metcalf though, and he also was talking about it in a podcast about suicidal ideation, and it was just really great um, uh, piece of, of the of the podcast, and he was saying just the comfort of knowing, first of all, you're a Christian, the comfort of knowing that that God is just with you. Right, and never leave you. It is, and it's, it's so simple, but yet it, it it can be so complicated at the same time because when you really think about it, like he, when you look back, like I said, hindsight brings twenty twenty. When you really look back at your life, the moments mm-hmm. that he was, the moments that he was with you, and every single thing, every stupid thing that that we've done, or you know, what I'm saying every time when we was doing something we wasn't supposed to, or somewhere we wasn't supposed to, and the fact that he was just there with you is a big big part of at least for me when i when i think about those low times you know when you're you know having those thoughts of depression you know and stuff like that just him being just recognizing it and constantly saying to yourself because i agree with you you have to change your environment and when you're in that place it just it's just like Mm-hmm. You honestly don't even want to hear. You don't want to hear none of that. You know, you're just like all, all you can see is darkness around you, and that's that's a big, that's mm-hmm. a big part of, of of people's thinking. It's like you have to, unless you make the choice and realize if you're a Christian that God is with you, 
or if you're not a Christian, just somebody, somebody, somebody is with you, right? God is always sending somebody to be there with you, whether, whether you know it or not. So it's, 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 it starts with a choice. It's a choice. And you have to be able to, to, to want to bring yourself out of that place in the first, in the first place before you can actually get out of it. So. For uh, sure. Yeah. I just felt, I just felt like. I appreciate you sharing. That was real, bro. Because. I remember Josiah, we was in the car, Josiah talked about that song we were talking about, and that just came up in my mind. Oh, you ain't got to explain yourself. You just speaking your stuff, man. But, um... That's, that was real, bro. Yeah, talking about other, just thoughts in general, right? Like, I get, like, I actually kind of add to that. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be vulnerable, too. You know what I'm saying? From, like, sixth grade to getting to college, I thought about dying, like, every day. Yeah. The story I would always tell myself, or the enemy tried to plant the seed is, no one cares. Yeah. Until a point, and you, I lie. You got me through this a little bit too. I ain't gonna lie to. I get some credit. Clap for Josiah. You feel me? But like, I have to really tell myself like, I'd be like, I don't have people who care about me. Yeah. I could literally call Josiah, and I'd be like, I think on my bros, I'd be like, my bros are solid. Yeah. Like, well, I'm the enemy told me that no one cares about me, and then I'm just that. What's the environment I created? Like, yeah. that's important. Like, I'll go to people. I'm going to people for love who don't have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When people who have love, I'm I'm rejecting it, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of times I think the thoughts we tell ourselves is not the truth. Like I used to always tell these my, my residents or even people I just give advice to or talk to, mm-hmm. the same way you, things you complain about, you do the same thing to others. So the story you tell yourself is not true, because mm-hmm. the same way you'll be like people take me for granted. There's I know for and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. There's somebody in your life but that you, you find it. annoying, mm-hmm. and you don't want nothing to do with them because you think they're annoying. Mm-hmm. But they adore you. Mm-hmm. They actually love you, and they care about your best interests. Mm-hmm. So I think a part of it is with your thoughts too. Is like honestly, the problem is we dismiss so much. Stop being so dismissive. Accept everything. Mm-hmm. Accept the truth. Accept what people say. Don't say it. Not saying that when I say accept it, don't mean go off of it. Mm-hmm. Just accept it. Take it at face value. But to accept these things. And even if you hear a negative thought, you can now rebuke those, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But most things accept it. And I think we're so quick to dismiss stuff. Like, I posted a, a video earlier where a lot of people, because in their mind, they think they're so empowered and they're so, like, smart and independent. And I was saying how, like, people are so quick to cut people off because they convince themselves that's the smart way to go because things are tell yourself. In reality, you don't even know you're showing how emotionally unintelligent you are mm-hmm. or immature you are. You know what I'm saying? So really be in an environment with people who... You know what I'm saying? Like, be around people who are better than you. Yeah. Because that's how you're going to grow. Because you're around people who are like-minded or doing worse than you, you'll never get out that space. Right. And I think that plays a lot even to suicide ideation because a lot of times people... Stuff you allow yourself to be around. If you And if somebody always makes you feel that way, communicate that or remove yourself. But honestly, and this kind of getting off topic, but I'm going to revert it back. The problem is people don't really want free will. So they don't want free will? They don't. And I said it. What you mean? They don't want free will. With free will, come to, like, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. God gave us dominion over all things on earth. Right. Even the spirit. You can cast out demons, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That means, in order, and in order to make one bad decision, there's numerous choices you have to make. So a lot of your sorrows aren't even because of God. It's literally because you have free will, but you don't want to acknowledge it. Because to acknowledge your free will, you have to acknowledge it's your fault. Most people don't want free will. That's why the first thing they do is blame God. God, why you let this happen? God, how'd you make, why'd you make this happen? And even then, y'all gonna stop playing with my Lord. Because mm-hmm. God's a God of justice, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? He's a God of order. God can make things happen, but also because God's a God of order, he permits things to happen. He ain't make that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, like, 
for example, there's no shade, love you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But like, if you have if you have a kid at a wedlock or you get pregnant at a wedlock, right? Mm-hmm. God didn't want that. Don't say God made that happen. Mm-hmm. You committed to that action, which has a consequence. So He permitted that child to be born. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if the child be used to glorify God. Yeah. But also, He didn't want that. He permits things to happen yeah. because in the day, now in the spirit, you know what I'm saying? In the spirit, you you give contract. And obligation to certain things, you know right. what I'm saying? Whatever you give attention to, with all that stuff, you give legal right in the spirit to certain beings or certain right. things. You know what I'm saying? Don't say that God. People don't really. People will want to blame God because they ultimately the decision lies with you. It starts with you. Every like you said with suicide, mm-hmm. everything's a choice. But that's a hard conversation for people to have because ultimately most things are your fault. Sorry, that's kind of messed up, but I mean it is what it is. But yeah, power of thought. My bad. Dang it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was I was about to have something to say, but then you said most things are your fault, and I wanted to kind of trying to trying to correct, not correct, but kind of like add a pillow under that statement. Yeah, cause that's not, that was kind of so, hard. It's harsh. It's harsh. So it's not. So you know what I'm saying. So it's not. Not not every, every, not every circumstance is your fault, but you. Uh, listen, I said you know I tell you all the time. Unless it's like uh uh, uh the R word, or uh, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, a homicide. Mm-hmm. You take it's not always all your fault, but you take some blame. You could say it's kind of like this: if I see you're a thief, and I bring my purse around you, mm-hmm. I don't have no purse, I don't do that type of stuff. But like you're saying, I bring my bag around you, steal from my bag. Mm-hmm. I put myself in that situation. You put yourself in your own predicament most of the time, even emotionally. And I think people don't realize that they think about it physically, but emotionally, if you go to somebody who shows who they are or has repetitive cycles and tendencies, and then something happens that hurts you, you put yourself in that environment. And I said the word of the day is environment. This is we being accountable on this one. I don't know like how you look at me like that. That 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 is a good word. I feel like not everybody is accountable. And when you say it's your fault, I, it's people need to take way more accountability and responsibility for for what it is they uh, whatever actions it may be. You talk about uh, somebody having a baby out of wedlock, right? And I can kind of, I can kind of. I don't want to take too much, say too much of my, but I can kind of uh, associate with that because my sister, she she just had a baby, right? And it's it's not um, uncommon these days. It's not. And and at the same time, um, I'm not a woman, so I don't know. But the the, the realization of of I just had a baby and now I'm a mother is no drama. Is told is two totally different things so it's a certain level of accountability and responsibility that comes with with being a mother versus just having a baby you know what i'm saying so when um you know people are are going through whatever whatever the the case may be they have to be able to take responsibility and accountability which again we talk about comes with self-awareness and and stuff like that and and then holding the tension between the two because there is there is a, a lot of uh, empathy and sympathy that that uh, people need to bring to people in in certain circumstances, sure. and at the same time, they still have to be able to to give themselves accountability and responsibility to say whatever happened. You know, now I gotta own up to it. And so, and for the listener, you're probably like, how does it have to do with the power of thought? Yeah. Now I'm gonna round it out. Yeah, yeah. I say this to say this because a lot of our thoughts, a lot of times, are very negative. And what Mom's trying to tell you is. Most of your thoughts aren't true. And a lot of times, you're a victim. You're mm-hmm. acting like a victim. 
get out of that mentality because that's a choice. It's a choice to be offended. Cause, so that's how we tie it up. It's a right, choice right. to be offended. It's a choice to tell yourself these things because people don't realize you have dominion even over your thoughts. You could cast thoughts down. If you have a negative thought, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Or if you're not Christian or whatever, I'm not claiming that thought. Because not every thought is yours. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm saying all this because really acknowledge not every thought is yours and acknowledge you play a role. Change your environment. And with the power of thought, the same way we, we live in such a prosperity type of environment, like you go on social media, it's like you got to want it more than air and all this life and finances and all this of all these good things, but we never acknowledge the power of thought when it comes to negativity. You know what I'm saying? We'd be like, oh, change your mind. And if you want it, you'll become a millionaire mm -hmm. and all this stuff and all this, all this manifest culture. Which, you know, y'all yeah. be trying to say it on a spiritual lens, that's but it. God gave us dominion over all things. So don't try to make it seem like it's something new, because that's been in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? That's a big word, manifest. Yeah, because y'all be trying to say that a lot, and that's that's just been in the Bible. Y'all be trying to reword stuff like it's new, like, oh yeah, I learned this, I can manifest this, put this in my journal. Mm -hmm. God been said it, you know what I'm saying? Might the vision make it plain, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, like, and though your thoughts are powerful when it comes to negative stuff, and positivity, like, you can make things happen. If you have enough faith in your thoughts, you know what I'm saying, you can go to that mountain and tell it to move with the faith of a mustard seed so your thoughts are very powerful so be careful you can either choose you choose life or choose death whatever doesn't come out of your body through words will come out of your body through actions right so another quote i'm not gonna keep stealing his quotes and not and not say who i got it from y'all should know who i got it from by tim ross but um your your thoughts your thoughts gotta come out at some point right like you're not gonna keep thinking stuff in and just hold it in now. Oh, that's a bar. No, whatever. It just registered what you said. Like if you didn't say it, it comes out. Like if you if you mad, it's gonna come out. Oh, exactly. That's if, you're facts. Think, if you're thinking mad thoughts, it's gonna come out. That's the same reason why, you know what I'm saying. You, you, people, uh, premeditated murder, right? That's that's li that's literally that's literally premeditated. You have to think. That you want to murder somebody, and then eventually you're going to end up murdering in the same way. If I think that, like you said, the environment and, and your thoughts, if I think that none of my friends around me care about me, then I'm going a, I'm to a treat them as if they don't care about me. Boom! And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Because you shape your reality with your thoughts. Right. Because you'll tell yourself, no one cares about me to the point you seclude yourself. And now you, you've convinced that it's them. You're pointing the finger. And what I say about that, when you point the finger, uh -huh. <laughs> one, two, and three, they point back at you. That's all I'm saying. Because people don't realize you be thinking all these negative thoughts. If you convince yourself people aren't there for you, if you convince yourself that all these negative things, your actions are going to make it actually come to fruition. Mm -hmm. You're telling yourself no one loves you to the point now you're being dismissive to the point no one wants to be around you. And you'll convince yourself it's their fault. No, it is you. You, you, and you. And I'm not going to say, like I said, I'm not going to say it's all your fault. You know what I'm saying? Because the devil's a lie. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it has to do with you. Stop being a victim. A big, a big part of of that is people taking deep dives into the pool of their thoughts right so not only am i allowing my thoughts to run rampant but now i'm bathing in them i'm i'm basking in in my head and if you're I, wallowing in it if you're mm -hmm. wallowing and so if if i'm if all i do is think about negative stuff then nothing is gonna is gonna look positive right if all i do is think of how 
um, nobody cares about me. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing is is gonna. I'm not gonna see anybody caring about me. If all I do, if all you do is 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 listen to, fill your head with you know, whatever music it may be, then that's that's gonna be your reality. Your thoughts shape your reality. They do, and it is such an important thing to not deep dive into that pool of of your thoughts. Reconstruct stay, it. Stay out of your head. You condition it, bro. You and. and Y'all can't, you know, those listening, I have a water bottle. Mm-hmm. It's literally halfway empty or halfway full. It's your choice on how you view it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you realize how much free, like, free will is the most beautiful gift God gave us because I don't think you realize how much of it mm-hmm. you have, even when it comes to your thoughts. You choose on how you look at something. The same way how, like, if you read a message, it's your choice to read it in a deep voice mm-hmm. or a high voice. It's the voice in your head. You choose. Let's. Let's talk about the overthinker, right? Because I'm, I'm a big overthinker, and I'm also a big, so I used, I'm not going to claim that. We, we I, I, that. I used to be a, Past a tense. big overthinker, and I used to be a big self-sabotager, right? And every relationship I've been in, besides the one I'm in right now, Woo. prayerfully, Lord, give me grace that I don't do this, but I have self-sabotaged the sugar honey iced tea out of every single other relationship I've been in. Like, I... I'm thinking in my head that this girl is 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 doing me is doing me wrong or doing me dirty or mm-hmm. me, I'm already I'm pre premeditating her it's premeditated cheating on their on their part I'm mm. I'm premeditating in my head that that they're doing this and that has brought ruin to my life because now that is like the automatic narrative that that I've picked up Right, and it becomes such a. I'm telling you guys, please do not allow this to be your lifestyle because it is such Dumb. a deep. You're jumping in the twenty, the ocean. This, this, that's your pool of thoughts. Your thoughts, your thoughts are like the ocean, and you going all the way to the bottom, sink or swim, sitting there trying to swim down to the bottom and 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 just find out whatever you you making up scenarios in your head, dude. Get out of your head, bro. Let me let me tell let me tell somebody because I know there's a whole lot of people who are doing this right now. You whatever <laughs> whatever you thinking about and whatever your scenario you making up in your situation because we joke about that a lot on Twitter and on on mm-hmm. uh, social media and stuff. People be like, oh, I'm gonna connect this dot and this that right here and this happened here, dude. I was one of those people. Please, if you don't want to do it now, do it eventually because you don't want to be 40 years old, 50 years old sitting there. Just making up stuff in your head. You have to. You need to con- take captive every single thought. One, one, if one plus one is two, you know what I mean. Exactly. You need to take captive every thought and bring it to the Lord. Stash. And that's a Bible verse, and I'm not sure where it is, but I know it is. We we gonna paraphrase it, and that's facts. Like that's the thing. Like like I say, your thoughts, your reality. Like like for example, like. I used to always tell myself people didn't understand mm-hmm. to the point I'm over-explaining. And now I'm pushing away because they feel like I'm talking too much or I'm mm-hmm. doing too much. All because I told myself they didn't understand. Mm-hmm. You really got to hold every thought captive. And that's why, you know, and that makes sense because, you know, the Bible says, be slow to speak, mm-hmm. fast to listen. Because ultimately the story you tell yourself or that you say to others may not even be the truth. That's why it's your perspective. That's why there's numerous truths. My truth, your truth, the truth. Because the stuff you tell yourself or, or that you think... It's like it's kind of like this. Almost everything you worry about, ninety five percent of it never happens. Never. You'd be like, for example, you and this. Everybody does it. We all do it. You go somewhere. You park your car. Mm-hmm. You hitting the mess out of that lock window because you're thinking like, oh, what if somebody breaks in my car? Mm-hmm. How many times 
Has your car got broken into? Probably none. But you're always thinking about it. And you're always worried. You're paranoid. Because most things you worry about never happens. Never, and there's no need to stress. Nothing really happens. You might tell yourself, okay, let me just make sure I do this so this won't happen. But it was never going to happen. And you don't stress yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Got a panic attack for no reason. For no reason. All because the story you chose to believe or the story you tell yourself, which is most of the time is not the truth. Because there's power in your thoughts. Like he said, hold all your thoughts in submission. Submit it up to God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And ask and ask for discernment. You know, that's one of the uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit. Ask for discernment and wisdom on how to maneuver in a situation. Because the devil is going to whisper in your ear all these things like that aren't true. And you're going to be stuck. And that's the thing. Like I said, the problem, a lot of the problem lies with people, their thoughts, and all this negativity is because how we've been presented the devil. We've been presented the devil as uh, a man who's red. And red's a good color, so don't make him red. I don't know why they did that. That's a hurt color. But red with horns, and he's yelling, and he's scary. No, he's going to come off to somebody that you love, you know what I'm saying, as somebody you love, or he'll come as an angel and tell you that all these negative things. That's why even it's important, a lot of times we like to vent to people. Your thoughts are your choice. Not They're not your choice. But your thoughts, your thoughts submission to God. It's important to keep things in the house because when you share your thoughts with others sometimes, they'll give you feedback that actually harms you in the long run. Like, girl, or bro, Josiah, your girlfriend tripping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The whole time, that's not even the truth. That's why it's important. Before you submit your thoughts and your feelings to other people, just to give it to God. Because you're going to mess around and you're going to really believe something that's not the truth because other people's perspective is rooted in their trauma. Most things that we think or how we act is rooted in our childhood experiences and trauma. So you already have a bias, whether you realize it or not, all people. So most of your thoughts aren't even the truth. I think I think it's important before you even speak on your thoughts or even try to act on it or try to even fully feel them. Acknowledge where these thoughts come from and why do I feel that way. We It's quick people act on how they feel, but you never ask yourself, why do this? Why does this upset me? Why do I feel this way? You know, and that's where the problem lies. Like I'm gonna go lash out on you because I'm upset. Mm-hmm. The whole time I'm not even mad at you. I'm mad at what Uncle Larry did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is definitely a, a build up. A lot of times of, of piling thoughts, right? And a lot of times the the voice in our head is so loud that. It drowns out every other voice of reason that's around us. <laughs> that's a bar. And it it coming from somebody who has a constant, who has had. I'm not gonna claim it. Who's who has had a constant loud voice in their head. <clears throat> when your thoughts are that loud, you're not able to to think anything besides whatever is screaming in your head. So now, um, my thoughts are loud. A lot for me, my thoughts are loud, but I'm quiet. And for some people, their thoughts are loud, and they get loud. And so, they they they're now they're trying to match the the uh, the volume on the outside as they're trying to as the same volume as on the inside. You know, it's crazy well, to add to what you said. Can you give me a visual? Mm-hmm. A lot of times we hear this voice in our head, and like we have power over our thoughts because more of the stuff your environment. You could turn the volume down, but you're listening to certain songs, you're watching certain stuff, you're getting advice from certain people. Mm-hmm. If anything, all you're doing is turning the sound up. Mm-hmm. And you keep going up to people for like their opinions and their clarity. And all it's going to do is make that turn the volume up to the point 
you gonna, like you said, you're gonna be able to hear the voice of reason. Cause you, you turned the volume up. That was your choice. I wanna uh, read. I said I wanted to read. Thank you to my girlfriend sitting over there for sending me this verse. Um, Clap for her. The the verse that that I was just quoting is from Second uh, Corinthians ten, and uh, I'm gonna read a, a little bit before and a little bit after, just so y'all get context. But uh, this is basically Paul talking to this church in Corinth. Um, he's just trying to defend. Uh, his ministry so he says by the humility and gentleness of christ i appear to you i paul who am timid when face to face with you but bold toward toward you went away i beg you that when i come i may not have to be as bold as i expect to be toward some people who think that we live by the standards of this world for though we live in a world we do not wage war wage war as the world does the weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world on the contrary they have divine power to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought through we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. So that's that that says it right there. Paul just said it. He taking captive first of all, if you're a Christian, you're not you're not fighting and Nick and Nick touched on this. You're not fighting against um Principalities, you say the principalities. You're fighting against principalities and spirits and evil forces in high places. Exactly. So your thoughts are those are a part of those principalities and authorities in high places yeah. for Christians. Now, if you're not a Christian, NBA young boy might be who you fighting. Uh, and, and you're saying, <laughs> I don't know if y'all seen it. He posted a video before acknowledging that like his music has influenced people to do a lot of stuff and it's a lot came with a lot of death. Mm-hmm. He acknowledged it because what you listen to. It's your choice. You, there's a reason why there's different channels on the TV. Mm-hmm. Whatever you watch, that's your choice. So, he's more, we're both understanding, but he's more the understanding, I'm more the hold you accountable type. But yeah, really, really, that's crazy, bro. You think about it. My bad, go ahead. No, no, you good, you good, you good. You like your thought? No, 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 I was just sitting there, I don't even know how long we've been recording at this point. We got like a good ten more minutes left. Okay, but I wanted to to talk to um everybody because there's so many so many thoughts that come across people's mind in in a, in a day to day basis. But uh, I wanted to go back to the whole suicidal ideation and, and depression and Bring all that. just talk to whoever is on the other side of this screen, whoever's watching on the other side of whatever wherever they're listening to. And I just want them to know that God is with them. Always. And um, and I know you probably like, man, I don't want to hear this. Turn, turn this off. Like, like I'm not trying to. Dude, just, just take a moment, right? And I just want you to know and be comforted by the fact that there's somebody out there who is with you. And there's somebody out there who doesn't care whether, you know, whatever you did or whatever is going on through your life or whatever the case may be. And I'm not sure what it is, but you can put a name to it. And there's somebody there who is willing and who is who is there with you. And whoever that person is who's willing to be be with you. I didn't I didn't even know that that I was that I was that uh, person for Nick at, at sometimes. I want to say all the time because I'm not sure. But like I, I didn't even know that 
that Nick saw me in that way, right? But just being there, and if you're not the person who's going through something, just be there for somebody. Just be with somebody. Like, just just shoot a message to your friend. Be like, yo, I'm with you. Or shoot a message to whoever, whoever it may be, your mom, your dad, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa. Tell your dog that, that you're with them because your dog be going through stuff too. Just like your dog be with you when you be sitting there, you know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Paris, man. I love you. But, um, yeah, man, that's 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 it for me. I really, really just got to, I don't know. I, there's somebody who, who's just really struggling with depression and, and stuff right now. And, Reach out. And I, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that for really. I'm praying for all y'all, whoever's listening. Ultimately, I'm not trying to be harsh on people. I just want you to really know the power that authority that God gave you and that you have power over, you know, the world, your thoughts, even spiritual stuff. You could rebuke all these things that are negative. Just take the take the time to acknowledge that you hold that power that God gave you and these things can't overcome you because God is with you. And you know, he'll never leave you nor will he forsake you. Amen. So you know what I'm saying? Just take hold and hone the fact that you are strong enough to overcome your negative thoughts. And to make sure you think positive things because whatever you think comes into the reality. So please think positive thoughts, but not a blissful, like, not real. Like, be positive, but don't be, like, ignorant. ignorant you know what I'm saying? Don't be naive about stuff. Mm-hmm. Be real. Like, I don't want to say be realistic, you know, you do all things because God's a God. He's outside of reality, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. But also, you know what I'm saying? Be very mindful. Like, have a plan, all this stuff. You know, to be prosperous in your thoughts because, in the day, you true your life and death is your choice. We got uh one more I got one more verse. This is the verse I quoted earlier in the beginning of the podcast. We just confused me. I thought you said we better wrap it up. No, my fault. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to end on this joke because okay, okay. you know. And so Paul says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learn and receive from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then God, then the God of peace will be with you. God with us, Emmanuel. That is, that is all I got. That's all. All I'm gonna tell you is, you have control of your thoughts. Take hold them. Don't let the devil plant seeds of doubt and and death in your mind because that's not of God. And that's it for me. See y'all. Till next time. Ugh.